petite Syrah, a little extra. Put this all wrecked in your cerebral cortex. You want me to rap? Think I'd rather take a nap. It's a wheel. It's your feels. It's, it's the, the best nightcap. Cheers. Welcome to Batiza Raw, Dick and Pussy. Keshi, <laughs> <laughs> to start off the episode. <laughs> okay, so the unedited raw version now. So um, today we are going to be answering some more questions uh, from people on social medias. And someone wrote in, and here's her question. When giving an IV, how do you know the needle is in the vein? With three question marks. The follow-up question how is... How do you know? How do you know? That's what the three question marks signify. Oh. How do you know? You have to say it like you're saying <laughs> Kind of like, I love it. I love it. Okay. Uh, the follow-up question to that is, and when getting an IV doesn't mean something is wrong when you bleed a lot, all capitals, so that must mean a lot, <laughs> when it's never happened what? before. I can't actually see the finish of the question because it was an Instagram thing. Um but I think it's when it was never happened before. I, I, I'm finishing mm-hmm. the question. Yeah. Also, if you want to write in with questions, Instagram, whining, at whining with nurses, and you can send us questions. We can answer for you. So um, mm-hmm. how do we'll you know, try. Sarah, when you are, well, we don't give IVs, but when we start an IV on a patient, mm-hmm. how do you know when the needle is in the vein because there's blood uh, so <laughs> oh here's what, that's like the second question she has <laughs> here's the the trick my clinical instructor taught me in nursing school it's called blat this is the trick for starting an iv uh-huh. um, and how you know you're in the vein so mm-hmm. the blat stands for blood level advanced tourniquet mm-hmm. so you stick the needle in the vein, hopefully, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know you're in the vein because you get a flash of blood back mm-hmm. in the IV catheter. Mm-hmm. And depending on the type of IV catheter, you might see blood elsewhere too. They're all there's a bunch of different. Also, let's explain. It's called a catheter because uh, what it is is there's a needle, and then mm-hmm. the needle is inside of a small, tiny catheter, which is basically just like a plastic tube, mm-hmm. and that is what stays in you. So when we get the IV in, we pull the needle out, and the tube or the catheter stays in. So it's called an IV catheter because. We don't leave a needle in your arm. We leave the Although catheter. they used to. Right, Back in the right. olden days of nursing, Let's they used to leave this. a needle. Let's tr- they did, yes. Creepy, yeah. but so glad we don't do that anymore. Yes, yeah. Okay, Bending your so arm and... You see the flash of blood. That's how you know you're in. And then you level the IV. So when you first poke through the skin and the vein, you're going at kind of a 45 degree angle or whatever angle you think you need to depending on how deep the vein is. Mm-hmm. And then once you're in the vein, you want to level that needle out pretty much parallel with the skin mm-hmm. um, so that you don't just poke through the other side. So you level it out and then you advance, which means you slide the catheter forward so that just the catheter goes forward and not the needle. Mm-hmm. And then tourniquet. So that means pull off the tourniquet so you don't um, keep letting blood pool everywhere below where the tourniquet is because then you're going to have more bleeding coming out of that catheter. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so that's my trick. So I know I'm in the vein because I see the blood. Mm -hmm. Right. So you stick the needle in and then on the other side, blood kind of comes out and you're like, hey, I'm in the vein. If you, let's say, were not in the vein, you just stuck it in the arm and there was no vessel, Mm -hmm. meaning an artery or a vein. We don't really want it in arteries usually. Um, 
So then you just kind of stick it in. There might be a tiny bit of blood, but just because you maybe poke through the skin, but mm-hmm. then not and much comes capillaries. out. Yeah. There's a little blood in there, but not yeah. enough to know you're yeah. in a vein. You know you're in a vein when you poke the vein and it's literally squirting or blood's coming out. It's not it's like- flowing. It's flowing, yeah. And also you kind of feel a little pop sometimes when you get through the vein. You can feel that you've poked through another level of tissue sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in people with good- Really good veins. Yeah. I don't think I've experienced that. I mean, I've done an IV on Carter whose veins you can see from right here. And uh, I don't think I feel that, but it's pr- I, I'm sure that you can kind of think about it now when you start. Right. IVs, I mean, I'm like next it. time I think next time I do it, I'm going to totally think about that. Um, of course, most of the IVs I start are on old, really dehydrated people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway. Um, okay. And then her second part was. Is it okay if a lot of blood is coming out? Yes, that's fine. It's normal. Um, when you get in a vein, sometimes uh, I kind of know what she's talking about because I know this person and there's a situation. It sounds like the nurse likely got the IV in and then did not connect the um line to the IV fast enough and there was blood everywhere. It doesn't mean- Or maybe they left the tourniquet on while they were like Mm. doing that. Yeah, I mean, there's several things. It doesn't mean anything's wrong. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with you or the IV. It just means they were maybe a little slower in the process of what, of the whole process of getting an IV started. Um, You're not going to be damaged from it unless they left it like that for a really long time. (laughs) Um, You know, it's just a little- frightening I think to people if they see because the de- blood does really come out quickly and it's so, so red it's very red yeah it yeah it's everywhere yeah in in it in like in like point something seconds there's blood everywhere and it, and it doesn't even mean they did a bad job they just didn't maybe connect it fast enough there's, there's so many things you have to do all at the same time or very quickly so if you don't connect the IV tubing, which is connected to the bag of whatever you're getting, there's a tube and then you kind of screw it onto the end of the IV and then you have to tape everything down. And so if people don't do that fast enough, then there can be blood seeping out. Listen, IVs are hard to do, man. They are. They're they're tricky. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get your own process and get the hang of it and then things can improve, but they are tricky. Um, mm-hmm. And... And there's some tricks for trying to prevent blood from flowing out. Like mm-hmm. once you take the tourniquet off and then you can put your the side of your hand where the IV catheter is probably at inside of the vein to try and like occlude the vein so that blood doesn't come out. But sometimes that doesn't work, especially right. if people have really deep IV deep veins and then you can't or push hard enough. Like young, like I probably would have a much harder time cutting off a 20 year old's circulation, circulation mm-hmm. so that not as much blood is coming out than like an eight, 90, 80 year old that has really Where it's delicate just veins. creeping by anyway. Yeah, it's the kind of like slower. Yeah, it's okay. And then you just kind of hold your, I usually just hold my thumb like pretty firmly up against where that catheter I just put in is. And then you st- still blood is going to come out a little bit, but if you're quick enough and you push hard enough, mm-hmm. um, and you, you take the tourn- tourniquet off and then do that you, and you connect to the IV, then not too much comes out. But again, it's you have to hone your, there's a way that you do it and you get used to doing it and you just got to practice. And um, So you all right. Yeah, you're Unless fine. Unless you lost a pint of blood, you're probably okay. Yeah, and it doesn't mean anything's wrong. It's just 
it's there's so many things that can make that happen. But thanks for asking because other people probably have the same question. Yeah, it's a good question. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of steps and everything. I feel like everything nurses do. There's a thousand steps from the beginning to finish. Like really, a step you wouldn't even think should be a step. There's a step for that procedure, man. Everything. Like you bat your eyelash three times before you sniffle and then you (laughs) look at the patient and then you say your name. But you start with the ending syllable and not the beginning one because, you know, privacy. I just feel like like, everything (laughs) has a policy and a way you have to start and finish, you know. Everything does have a policy. Anyway, that's a good question though. Thanks so much for asking it. Um, We have the wheel here. And I was thinking about spinning the wheel, but I just have a funny story. So can I just put it on yellow and just tell you my funny story? Okay, so yellow is five push-ups or booty walk. Is that a funny story? (laughs) If you saw the booty walk, yes. (laughs) Okay. If you didn't, then let me just tell you. Sarah has a nice booty. I don't know if it's not funny, but go ahead and tell your story. It wasn't my booty walk. Um, So I had a patient recently... uh, test positive for meth in her urine (laughs) drug screen. Uh And um, the doctor came in and he mentioned something to her about it. And then he left and she, after he left, she was talking to me and she said, well, that's really embarrassing. I I don't do meth. I never have done meth. And I just gave the guy a blowjob. And I said, oh "Um, dear. What? (laughs) (laughs) And she said, yeah, I just gave the guy a blowjob. Can you test positive for meth for just giving someone a blowjob? And I was, I said, well, uh, (laughs) Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and I thought, did he have meth on his penis? Yeah. Did he- <laughs> what? Is that transmitted through semen? <laughs> right. Well, okay, so he, he had just done meth and then immediately ejaculated into your mouth and then you swallowed it and then the next day you test positive for meth? Mm. No. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's anyway, really- what did you I didn't tell? Wanna, I didn't want to make her feel judged, so I said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're like, you know, that's like, she knows the truth. But I'm going to put it on my her. podcast and find out. <laughs> I think it's funny. She could have made up any other story. I just she, gave him a blowjob. I mean, I know. God, right? How, she could have said I was in the room with people smoking meth. That's it's possible, possible oh, right? I have, is that like a contact high? I don't know, but I mean, <laughs> I know. I'm From thinking it so it's penis? more plausible than blowjob meth. <laughs> I have, what, I actually. Bless her for thinking that that's appropriate to talk about. <laughs> it did make me laugh. So I it was just it. a little highlight of my day. I have people, <laughs> I have patients because, so I'm cardiology and we have patients that do math. It's a thing. We talked about it so much. There's yeah. so much math. Oh yeah. There's okay. a lot of math. Anyway, and a lot of them have said, tested positive because we have to get certain drugs approved and they have to have clean drug screens. Um, and when they test positive, they're like, oh no, you know, it's just my group of friends. I hang out with these friends and they all smoke meth and I, I really try to stand like away from them, but I think <laughs> it gets in my lungs. And and this is like mm-hmm. a regular thing people say. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, if you could just, you know, Meaning maybe- Meaning you hear it regularly, maybe, like frequently? Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they test positive, because <laughs> I work with a specific specialty in cardiology that we have to deal with these things. Anyway, um, 
and they say that. There's multiple different people that all say, well, I stand next to my group of friends and they're all, you know, I know I'm trying to get better friends, you know, that don't have these bad habits. But and I don't do it. I don't do it. Yeah, I've, I have stopped, but I stand next to them and I think it must come into my lungs. And I'm like, okay, well, he's like, I'm going to try to stand farther away. I'm like, yeah, or you could, you know, maybe try to It comes spend. into their lungs instead of to their mouth like it's my patient. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's got to go somewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. That's Does nasty. it come into their mouths? Great. Okay, sorry, go I on. I mean, if she had Adam come on his boobs or something, it wouldn't have, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, maybe it would have been absorbed, Why did you though? swallow if he was using meth? It no, might have been kidding. absorbed. <laughs> right? Think about might it. Might be the first case. There you go. It, of I transmissible meth. <laughs> anyway, good story. That's a good story. <laughs> God. <laughs> so I never gross. even have thought if meth could be transmitted for sperm because I've never had anyone say that. I've never thought about it, ever. Well, your patients should be more creative because everybody's heard the story about standing next to your friends. Clearly, now I'm going to be like, can't you do better? Come on. <laughs> right. Come and on. then I will get fired. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, thanks for joining in, guys. This was Kat, Sarah, and Regina here tonight or today or t- this Whatever afternoon. Whatever time you're listening. Whatever yeah. time Tokyo. you're listening. Tokyo at <laughs> 4 26 a.m. <laughs> Cheers, guys. And arigato. 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 Cheers.